Welcome to the Money Love Podcast. I'm your host and money coach, Paige Pritchard. If you're ready to uplevel your results in relationship with money, you're in the right place. Each week, I give you the tools to transform your mindset, manage your emotions, and achieve results with your money you never dreamed were possible. Hello. Welcome to episode 31 of the Money Love Podcast, which is a bonus episode. You guys get two episodes this week, so lucky you. And also, honestly, I'll just say it, lucky me. It's so fun when I get to come to you guys twice in one week, and especially when we get to talk about one of my favorite topics, which surprisingly enough is credit cards. I love talking about credit cards seriously so much. And if you haven't yet, I know that the title of this episode might have caught a lot of attention. And you might just be starting with this episode, but if that's you, I do encourage you to go back and listen to episode 30 that I dropped on Tuesday before you listen to this episode. That's more of a precursor to what we're going to be talking about today. Now, as most of you know, earlier this week, I launched my first mini or micro course of 2021 called Credit Card Clarity. And if I do say so myself, I consider myself to be a credit card connoisseur. I think that I have developed a really solid system for using credit cards very intentionally and very responsibly. The way that I use credit cards is essentially that I get all of the perks out of them. I am essentially the customer that is the credit card company's worst nightmare because they make no money off of me, but I am getting money and returns from them in the form of cash back and travel perks and all of that sort of stuff. And my hope for every single one of you who wants to be a responsible credit card user is for you to have this system and for you to learn it and you can implement it in your own life so that you are using credit cards in a way that helps you rather than hurts you. Most people that use credit cards are not using them in a very responsible or effective way. They are using them in a way that's just creating a financial mess for themselves, and that is not what I want for you. And so credit card clarity is really my full system that is going to teach you all about credit cards. It's going to help you understand them on a deep level. It's also going to help those of you who have revolving credit card debt that you want to get paid off. And then after that, it's also going to teach you my system that I use that then you can implement in your own life so that you can always make sure that you are using them responsibly. So let me tell you, I mentioned this in the last episode, but in 2020, I earned $2,900 of credit card perks, and I'll break down that $2,900 number for you. So $2,450 of that was in just strict cash back. And I do want to clarify as well that, because some people have asked, that $2,450 number does not include any sign-on bonuses from any new cards or any referral bonuses. I did get some referral bonuses last year, but I'm not including that in that number. I took those out because I really just wanted to look at what is the reward that I'm getting strictly just from my spending. And that is the 2,450 number in cash back, which is crazy, you guys. And then the other 450 of that was airline miles. So we have a Southwest card and a United card. Those are two airlines of choice that we fly. So we have both of those credit cards. Honestly, as well, 2020 was not a very representative year of what we typically earn on those cards because we do all of our travel purchases, our airline purchases on those cards. And with 2020 being the year that it was, we traveled hardly at all compared to what we're normally doing. So in a normal year, that number would be much higher. But between all of my cards, $2,900 and perks. 
also, as a part of that, paid zero in interest and in fees. I feel like that's very important to note because there's no point in boasting about all the perks that you're earning if you're paying hundreds of dollars of interest every month. If the pain is outweighing the perks, it's not worth it. So I just want to make that point clear as well. So here's what we're going to do in this episode. When it comes to my complete credit card system, there's three main components of it. So I'm going to share those three main components with you in this episode. I'm going to give you the what, what I do, but then Credit Card Clarity has the how. It shows you the exact steps to take and how you can implement this system within your own life and your own finances. Let's start with the first phase. The first phase is really kind of coming up with your overall strategy. There's several steps of this, but the first main step of this is identifying what credit cards you want to use. There are hundreds of different credit cards to choose from. If you let yourself, you can really go into decision overwhelm with trying to decide what credit card is best for you. But the first thing that you have to evaluate is, where am I doing the bulk of my spending? Do I spend a lot traveling? Do I spend a lot eating out? Do I spend a lot at the grocery store or at gas stations? Do I need a 0% card? Am I a newer credit card user that has a lower credit score? So I need a credit card that will approve me with a lower credit score. Am I a business owner? And do I need a business credit card? So that's where you have to start. Now, within Credit Card Clarity, I give you 25 credit card recommendations across seven different categories. I have done all of that legwork for you, and I've given you three to four of the best credit cards within each of these categories. But for me, for instance, me and my husband, we spend a lot of money eating out, okay? We both hate to cook. It's just the two of us. We eat out more than we cook in. So I have a credit card that gives me 4% cash back dining out. It's the Capital One Saver card. So anytime we eat out, whether we're at a restaurant or whether it's just fast food, I'm using my Saver card to get 4% cash back. We have our travel cards. So when we are traveling... We put all of our airline purchases onto our airline credit cards. I also have a second credit card that is a cashback card. It's the Amex Blue Cash Card that gets me 3% cash back at the grocery store and 2% cash back at the gas pump. So when I go to the grocery store and the gas station, I use my Amex card. Then the third card that I have is the Capital One Saver card, which just gets me 1.5% cash back on all purchases, does not matter the category. So if I'm spending money on beauty or the dogs or really anything other than eating out, traveling, groceries, or gas, I'm using my saver card to get that 1.5% cash back. Now, you do not have to use the cards that I use. If you do not eat out a lot, don't get the saver card. It's not going to make sense for you. But the point I'm trying to make is to think about what's the type of spending that I do And then based on that, what is going to be the best card for me that's going to get me the most perks for that spending? So I recommend you building up a credit card suite over time that consists of about three to five credit cards. I do also recommend that you wait about six to 12 months in between opening up each card because, again, that impacts your credit score. I explained this more in Credit Card Clarity. But ultimately, over a period of time, and again, this does take time, But over time, you can work to build up your credit card suite to about three to five cards that you've opened up six to 12 months apart that you can use for various aspects of your spending. Once you have your credit card suite lined up, then it comes to actually spending money. Now, for me, 90% of my spending goes on to a credit card. In the last episode, I mentioned I essentially don't pay my mortgage and my gas bill with my credit card. 
Everything else goes onto a credit card. But also something important to keep in mind as well is please do not just start using credit cards and start dumping all of your expenses and transactions onto your credit cards without giving some thought to the utilization that you are using of your cards. So every single one of your credit cards has a credit limit. That is the amount that the credit card company has said, hey, this is how much money we're willing to extend to you. Now, even though a credit card company is going to give you a card with a certain limit, you do not want to use the entirety of that limit. You actually only want to be using no more than 30% of that limit every single month because your utilization is 30% of your overall credit score. This is the factor that signals responsible credit card use. So you need to give some thought to this in the beginning, especially if you're a newer credit card user, because I want you to be using credit cards for as much as you can to get as many perks and rewards as you can, but also make sure that you're using them responsibly and within the healthy limits. So if you apply for a new credit card, and let's just say that the limit that they give you is $5,000, you are always going to want to make sure that you never have more than $1,500 on that card because that means you're 30% utilized, right? 1,500 out of 5,000. Ideally though, you want to keep it within 15%. That is taking you from like a good utilization to an excellent utilization. So in that example, really, ideally, if you can, keep your spending around the 50 mark on that card to really be using it in a way that's going to boost your credit score the most. So always keep that in mind, too. I am able, after using credit cards for a decade and consistently going back year after year and asking them to increase my limits, I am at a point now where across all of my cards, my limits are so high that I'm able to put 90% of my spending on all of my credit cards, and I am still well within that healthy utilization range. When I first opened my cards, my limits were like $5,000, but I've gone back every year and requested an increase. So now my cards, some of my cards have limits of like $25,000, $30,000. Obviously, I'm not using anywhere close to that, but again, I'm able to put all of my spending onto my credit cards and still be within that 10 to 15% utilization getting all the rewards and cash back, and still using them responsibly. But just pay attention to that during this step. Again, I will say that I walk you through this process within Credit Card Clarity. We go through the process of evaluating all of your cards, what the limits are, and then I help you determine, okay, what is my healthy utilization range for every single card that I have? So that's really the first phase of this process is kind of getting your credit card suite set up, determining what healthy, responsible use looks like on each card, and then making sure you're staying within those limits every single month. The second phase of the process is going and starting to track all of the transactions that go onto your credit card. This is so vitally important that you do this. I would say that 90% of credit card users are not doing this. And because they're not doing this, they get themselves into trouble. When you are not paying attention and when you are not tracking the transactions that go onto your credit card, that is when you get yourself into a situation where at the end of the month, you're like, shoot, I don't have what I need to pay off my card in full. That's when you start racking up the revolving credit card debt, paying interest and fees, and then just getting yourself into a financial mess. When you track your transactions on your credit card, you are preventing that from happening. So here's how I do this. I use YNAB. 
I have talked about YNAB on this podcast before. This is not news to you guys. I honestly, it's like, YNAB, hello, where are you? Come sponsor me. YNAB, 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 you guys. It's incredible and it shines when it comes to credit cards. So YNAB will hook up to your credit cards, just how it will hook up to a checking account, and it will pull in all of the transactions on your credit cards automatically. With this, you're not having to do any manual tracking of your expenses on your credit card unless you want to. And what YNAB will do is any transaction that goes on to a credit card, YNAB will actually move the money in your budget into this credit card line item that it creates for you so that there is a section of your budget that you can always be looking at throughout the month to show you exactly how much money you have to pay off your card. Now think about this. When you use a debit card for something, as soon as you swipe your debit card, the money is gone. It is out of your checking account. With a credit card, it doesn't work that way because with a credit card, when you swipe your credit card, no money is coming out of your checking account. And so if you're not being intentional, what will happen is you will continue spending money and money that you should be putting towards to pay off your credit card gets sucked up elsewhere. And with YNAB, when you have your whole comprehensive budget, YNAB will ensure that it doesn't happen because it's taking into account all the other money that you've spent that you need for the rest of the month and earmarking that money that you need to put to your credit card in full to pay it off. So that is the second phase of this process, is tracking every single transaction that goes onto the credit card and then also making sure that the money is earmarked in your checking account so that you can always pay your card off in full. YNAB is your tool to help you do that. And I will say too, I know that some of you might be overwhelmed with learning a new system, or you might say, I don't know how to use YNAB. That's okay. I have included an entire YNAB tutorial within Credit Card Clarity. It's YNAB A to Z. It's full-blown, here's how you use YNAB for everything. So that is kind of the bonus course that you get when you join Credit Card Clarity. So if you're like, I don't know how to use YNAB, don't let that hold you back because I will teach you how to use YNAB within Credit Card Clarity. So that's the second phase, tracking and earmarking that money so that you can always pay off the card in full. The third phase of the process has to do with paying off your credit cards making sure that you are paying them off at the right time and in full. Now, in order for you to kind of understand this, it's important that you know the timelines of credit cards. This is a little easier to see visually, and within Credit Card Clarity, I actually like have this mapped out visually in the workbook, but I'm going to do my best to explain it to you and just have you imagine this. So with your credit card, every single credit card that you have, every 30 days or so, you will have a statement, period. It's from one date to the next, and your statement period is when your credit card company is collecting transactions. So they'll say, okay, your next statement is from this date to this date. So you go out, you spend your money on your credit card, and during that 30-day-ish period of time, we are just going to be collecting all of the transactions that you make. That 30-day-ish period is going to come to an end. And when it does, the credit card company is going to shut down that statement and say, okay, this statement is over. It's frozen in time. This is what you have spent in the last 30-ish days. On that date, on the date that your statement closes, this is referred to as your close date. Whatever the balance on the card is as of your close date is what is sent to the credit bureaus. So the balance gets sent to Experian, Equifax, TransUnion, so let's just say Capital One. 
Capital One is going to say, hey, you three credit bureaus, here's Paige. And over the last 30 days, this is what she spent on her Quicksilver card. Here's the balance. That is sent to the credit bureaus. And whatever the balance is on the card as of that date is what is used to calculate the utilization that then factors into your credit score. But then you have what's called your grace period. So after your statement closes down, you have about 25 to 30 days to then pay off your card. And again, this is called your grace period. Your grace period is the point in time between the close date, which is the last date of your statement, and when your minimum payment is due. Here's what you need to be doing with your credit cards. This is how you avoid paying interest on your credit cards. Are you ready? Here's the magic is to pay off the full statement balance within your grace period. That's all you got to do. The full statement balance within the grace period. So you're going to pay off all of the transactions that went onto the card during your statement period, during your grace period. And as long as you can do that, you will never pay interest. So sometimes I hear from you guys, well, should I be leaving a balance on my card to show the credit card companies that I'm actually using my credit card in order to boost my credit? And you guys are asking me this question like, well, what's the trade-off? Should I leave the balance on my card and have to pay interest on it so that I can still show the credit card companies that I'm using it to have it boost my credit score? And my answer is, you can do both. You can use your credit card, put transactions on it during the statement period, still have a balance on it on the close date. That balance will get sent to the bureau. So they'll say, hey, here's Susie Q and she's using her credit card. Here's the balance on the card but then you have your grace period to still pay the card off in full. You can have the best of both worlds. You can be using your credit card, showing the bureaus that you're using it responsibly, getting that boost in your credit score, but then as long as you're paying it off during that grace period, you will still avoid paying interest. Now for me, what I've done is I have set up automatic payments to make this payment for me so that I'm not having to do this work across all of my five cards every single month. It saves me time and it saves me energy. And sometimes I hear from you guys, well, I don't want to set up automatic payments. That scares me a little bit because what if I set up an automatic payment and then I don't actually have the money in my checking account and I forget and it goes through and it overdrafts my checking account? Well, when you're doing the system that I'm teaching you and when you're tracking all of your spending in YNAB, that will never happen. It's impossible for it to happen because if you're tracking your expenses the way that you should be, That money will always be reserved and earmarked to make sure that you can pay off the credit card in full. So don't worry about that. If you're doing things correctly, you can set up your automatic payments. It will go through automatically. You're never going to be overdrafting your checking account. So when you do this whole process, you really get the best of all worlds. You're using your card. You're getting rewarded for your spending. Then there's a responsible balance healthy limit on the card on the last day of the statement. That gets reported to the bureaus. Then you have your grace period. You pay off your full statement balance. You always have the money in your checking account to do so. And when you do that, you never pay interest or fees. It really is like a win, 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 win. Let's recap the three phases. First phase is determining what credit cards do I want to use? What credit cards are going to give me the most rewards for the spending that I do? And what is the appropriate healthy limit that I need to make sure I stay within on each of these cards? Then going through and saying, okay, what expenses, what bills can I put on what cards? And you start using your cards. 
You track all of the spending on your cards. You can use YNAB. YNAB's going to earmark that money for you. You can set up your automatic payments to pay the full statement balance within the grace period so that you're not having to keep up with making sure that you're making your payments every single month. And that is the system in a nutshell. So if you're sitting there and you're like, yep, this sounds great. I need to do this. I really want to be getting a return on my spending that I'm doing regardless, but I need help. Like I want help executing this plan, credit card clarity, okay? I am telling you, I should be selling this course for $390 versus $39. When you really evaluate the ROI that's on the table between all of the cash back or the perks that you can get, the interest that you're going to save by not paying interest on your credit cards from revolving debt, And like we talked about in the last episode, the thousands, potentially tens of thousands of dollars that are on the table as a byproduct of using credit cards responsibly and building your credit score to a really high level. If you do what I teach you from a payoff perspective, this will truly be the best $39 that you will ever spend. There is so much money on the table to put back in your pocket when you are doing this process correctly and intentionally. Now, a couple other things that I just want to clarify, common questions that have been popping up the past couple days, so in case you're wondering as well. Yes, Credit Card Clarity is a self-paced course. That means that there is no duration. You take the course on your own time, at your own pace, when you can. So after you purchase it, what will happen is you're going to get an email, and in that email, you're going to be given a username and a password to log into where the course is hosted online. So there's an intro video, then there's 11 videos of content, and then there's the YNAB bonus course. And it is videos of me talking, teaching you and walking you through this process. But then there's also workbooks that go along with each module to make sure that you are retaining and applying what you're learning. To wrap this episode, I just want to go through some common credit card questions that we have not been able to address in the past two episodes, but I do want to assure you are addressed and answered within Credit Card Clarity. So these are really common ones that I've just compiled because I get them from you guys a lot. How do I use credit cards in a way to ensure that I'm never overspending and I can avoid paying interest and fees? How do I put a realistic plan together to pay off my revolving credit card debt? How does YNAB work? Teach me. Is a balance transfer or a personal consolidation loan something that is a good option for me in my unique situation? How do I make sure that I'm using credit cards in a way that boosts my credit score? Should I close out credit cards that I'm not using or should I just keep them open? And what happens to my credit score when I do close a card? How do I negotiate a lower APR or a higher credit limit or having the credit card companies weigh a late payment fee or even having them weigh my annual fee? How do I navigate that conversation and what do I say? How many credit cards should I have? How long should I wait between opening each one? What are the best cards for X? What are the best cards for travel, dining out, everyday cash back, balance transfer, students, new credit card users, credit rebuilding, business owners? Again, there's 25 credit card recommendations within Credit Card Clarity. So that is not a comprehensive list of all the questions that are answered within Credit Card Clarity, but I would say the most common that I get from you guys, and I just want to assure you they are all answered and addressed within the course. Please jump in. Like I said, I'm offering it 50% off for the month of February from now until February 28th. Come March 1st, the price is going to double to its regular full price of $79, which even at $79, it's still a slam dunk. But if you can save 50% off, why not do it? 
The link to join Credit Card Clarity is in the show notes, and it's also going to be the link in my Instagram bio for the entire month of February. So if you go to my Instagram at The Purposeful Penny, you can find it there. If you have any other specific questions about the course that you want clarification on that I didn't address here, please just DM me on Instagram. That's by far the easiest way to reach me. I hope to see you within Credit Card Clarity. I cannot wait for so many of you to get this system implemented. Ultimately, what I want is I want a lot of women in the world walking around being the credit card company's worst nightmare, getting all the perks from them, not having to experience any of the pain from them, getting rewarded for spending that you're doing regardless, all of us having an 800 plus credit score. It's just, it's so much fun. And I really hope to see you within Credit Card Clarity. All right. Thank you for tuning in to this bonus episode of the Money Love Podcast. I will see you next Tuesday. Have an amazing week. I love you. Bye. Hey girl, if you enjoyed this episode, I want to invite you to join me in overcoming overspending. It's my signature program where I take you through my three-phase approach to stop impulse shopping and overspending so that you can finally start making substantial progress with your finances. Through the self-paced online program, student community group, and live weekly coaching with me, you will receive all the encouragement you need to finally achieve lasting change with your money habits that have been sabotaging you for so long. You'll have money back in your pocket. You will leave behind the stress and the worry that you currently experience with money, and your spending will be controlled purposeful and actually feel good and be fun. The best part is it's hundred percent risk-free. You have a lifetime to implement my proven process. And after doing that, if you don't make your investment back, I will give you a full refund. Your results are guaranteed or the program is on me. Just head over to overcomingoverspending.com to get started. I can't wait to have you as a student within the program.